otherwise on SAFM. Good day to you, Mzansi, and welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Shadow Twala is my name. The show is produced by Hazel Makuzeni, and Cassie Lowers is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892-102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. Now, the franchise business model is no longer a man's domain. More and more women are finding a business home in the franchise world. And we talked to Fatima Tzele, who's the CEO of Shisanyama Time to Bry. She is also council member at the Franchise Association of South Africa. We then also talked to Shivani Ramnarain who is the owner of a sorbet franchise. And lastly, we speak with Jenny Reed, who's entrepreneur and owner of iFacts. But before that, here's our lunch bite. And I found this quote and thought I would share it with you, but the author is unknown. And it says, every rev- revolutionary idea in science, politics, or whatever, evokes three stages of reaction in a hearer. It is completely impossible. Don't waste my time. It is, impo- it is possible, but it is not worth doing. Third one is, I said it was a good idea all along. Otherwise, on SAFM. Fatima Tele is the CEO of the Shisanyama A Time to Bry concept. She's also a member of FASA, which is the Franchise Association of Southern Africa. Fatima, hello, welcome. Thank you for your time. Hi, Shadow. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How's Shisanyama doing? We're growing steadily. Um, a very challenging industry, but we're growing steadily with the support that we have from the Franchise Association. And, and do you, do you, are you a member of the Franchise Association as Shisanyama, or um, are you representing your company there? Well, yes, we are. Um, the official Shisanyama that is accredited with, with Franchise Association is us. Oh, okay. So tell us what, uh, tell us a bit about the association itself. What does it do, the Franchise Association? Well, you know, the the Franchise Association obviously uh, strives, there isn't really a a huge governing body in terms of government that looks out particularly, I think, one of the is the protection of um, franchisees and franchisors in terms of a, a standard operating method in terms of ethics, and um, uh, guidelines in terms of if you want to enter into the industry, the do's and don'ts. So they basically give their support to the franchisor in terms of um, correct operating uh, method. And then they also then give um, the franchisees the comfort to say the people that are associated with them have been, you know, thoroughly checked. They've checked their numbers, they've checked their books, and they, they're happy to actually confirm them as a trading franchise. Is there a, 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 a list of do's and don'ts uh, that one can um, uh, acquire from maybe FASA or, or and, and as you say, there's no body really that represents franchisors and franchisees. So the go-to people would be FASA to 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 d- double check if, if you've done you know your 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 balance checks and balances before you become a member. Yeah. So basically, um, the father father body ensures you know they 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 fully understand the do's and don'ts in terms of franchise operation. Mm-hmm. So what they've done is that they've I think it's 
I can safely say it's more a comfort for a new person who wants to come into franchising in terms of investing. So they allow a tick list in terms of what you should look out for mm. when you are going into uh, franchising. Mm. Who are the guys that are doing well, that are steady in terms of the industry? Who are the people that are operating the correct uh, business ethics in terms of franchising? So they ensure that everybody that is accredited with them is in line and has um, has basically met all the requirements that they require. Now, we've seen an increase in women, more women uh, going into into the franchise world. Um, are you able to just give us a, a rough estimate of, of the increase? I think the increase is, is there. Obviously, my part, Shadow, would be, um, I think an interest my part is trying to get, we, we, I'm a franchisor, mm-hmm. so I'm not necessarily a franchisee, so we've developed a franchise concept and, mm-hmm. and which we are selling out. Um, I think my key in would be to try push a lot of black women okay. to enter into the into the franchise space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's growing steadily. There's obviously a lot of black women buying into franchises uh, in terms of a steady method of business that has been trialed and tested and um, obviously the support that you get from the franchisor. So I think my part would be um, seeing the growth that needs to happen in terms of black female franchisees, uh, franchisors rather, mm. that need to come out outside, um, outside their shelves. Basically, that's what I would say. You as a franchisor, are you, because uh, your franchise, what, what, your business, uh, yeah. is, 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 sounds to me like it needs, it, it, it can be successfully run by men because of the, you, I, and I, you'll tell me what Shisanyama, uh, Shisanyama's challenges are because you mentioned earlier that there are some challenges. But I would, as a woman, I think it's, it's, it's predominantly a man's, type of business because the the bry and and maybe it's because the ones i've seen around are run by men and i think of Uh security and i think of all those challenges if if a a woman had to buy into this franchise yeah definitely i think um again it's a gender issue in terms of perception that most certain businesses could only be run by by men Mm. um but definitely um Yes, the Shisanyama element is, is more known as a masculine element uh, in terms of the business industry. But, you know, all the business methods apply in terms of developing a business plan, in terms of customer care, in terms of operations, in terms of distribution. And that is something that a woman that fully understands the ethics of business is mm-hmm. able to conduct. So as you, you do get the challenges in terms of, you know, um, team i mean really what do you know about drying you know <laughs> but it's the research that you put on because if you sit and you you know at a normal bra you don't find women standing up drying it's always the guy that's drying mm. but it's the research that you ideally put in i think i'm also um supported by my husband in terms of the sense of um mm. of, of fully who work together in that space but he handles more the the development of the stores so he's our project manager in terms of the development of the stores but when it comes to the fully operation of the franchise from dispatch from contractually to the innovations that we bring on i fully handle that part mm. I, and i like that i like that so you you really the 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 the, the backbone of the business 
Yes. If you like. But where does one begin then, uh, Fatima? Let's, let's just give people an idea of, of how easy or difficult it is. Uh, if they want to uh, get into the franchise world, especially, and I, I'm glad that you're the franchisor, what, what sort of person do you, do you require or do you eventually uh, bring into your business? Well, we basically, um, one of the things that we're very strict with is owner operation um, because, um, you know, no business, particularly with a, with a Shifanyam, it's a cash business. Mm. So you can't um, then delegate the responsibility of running the business to, to somebody else. But we also have um, quite high standards in terms of the quality of our products that we that we serve um, to our to our clients, and we've obviously got a brand to uphold. So we're very strict in terms of owners' operation, and we also want we we're a brand that is more saying, you know, we uh, we want one person to own one store. Uh, now, but eventually be the owner of 10 other stores. So we're growing our brand steadily because mm. we want to ensure that we've got the correct team that is basically assisting in building the brand, but also make sure that your risk in terms of the business is also minimized. Yes, in every business there is a risk, but we want to try and ensure that your investment is definitely a return of it. So you, you actually uh, will work with your, your franchisee uh, until their business is up and running? We work with them for the duration of our contract. So we basically continuously support what's important in franchising to remain relevant is that you need to be innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you need to also watch your competitors are doing and what, what keeps you different from your competitors. And obviously most over is, uh, is a customer care that you need to ideally give. So we work, our contracts are usually five years. Mm-hmm. So we work with you for the five years. We give you the support for the five years. Um, even though we know that you are fine in year three, but we're constantly bringing different specials. We're constantly also bringing in elements, new trends in terms of our menu. So we work through us with you. Um, because as much as you would like a return on, uh, on investment, we've got our brand to protect. Mm-hmm. And, and what, do you help people raise money? Uh, to buy into, are you able to do that? The, to just to afford the the setup and 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 of course your 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 initial fee that you require. We don't really, we don't have a department yet. We're not on that level yet in terms of assisting, in terms of funding. But what we're trying to do is that we're associating ourselves with a number of funding institutions, mm. um, which helps as well because they also give financial support in terms of your management of your books. So we align ourselves with a number of financial institutions who is also further accredited in terms of ensuring that um, the, the correct funding is, is given, but also the correct candidate uh, is chosen on our end. So uh, we don't give direct funding, but we do have people that we then obviously um, send you through to if you come to us in terms of requiring of funding. If you're a candidate that um, that we feel that is suitable, that's got the energy, we obviously try to push as much as possible for you to, to get, the, to, to, to get the, the funding. Well, it's September, it's Heritage Month. Are you going to be very busy? Yes, we can't wait for, for Heritage Day. <laughs> <laughs> because so, everyone uh, is just having some nyama somewhere. Some nyama somewhere. So definitely, yeah, we've got nice specials coming up for, for, for Heritage Month. Um, and for Bride Day. So 
it's it's our space, um, and people should watch out for us, follow us on our social networks and on our website. So see what's happening with the different stores. Yes, will you give us that website, please? It's www.shisanyamafranchise.co.za and Shisanyama with an S. So it's the typical Zulu word way of spelling a Shisanyama. Shisanyama uh, .co. Shisanyama franchise. Franchise.co.za. And um, we wish you all the best, Fatima, and, and good luck. Just check in with us now and again when the new developments so that we can connect you to people. Thank you so much, Hedra. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. That's Fatima Trede, the Shisanyama, a time to braai concept, and the Shisanyama franchise.co.za if you'd like to buy into that. We're back talking with Shivani Ramnarain, who is a owner of the Sorbet franchise. Otherwise, on SAFM. Shivani Remna Rain. Hello, Shivani. Welcome. Hi, Shadow. Thank you for talking to us. Now, it took you 12 years to to get your dream as as the Sorbet franchise. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Is your radio on? No. Oh, okay. What What did you do in the 12 years? Um, I started saving money. I started researching the brand by visiting various sorbet stores. I was a guest for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and what attracted me to the brand was the professionalism, the service, and the constant change within the brand. Um, I watched them evolve from just a nail bar to a beauty salon, um, and now they're franchising dry bars as well as an ethnic hair salon, which is called Candy and Company. So I love the changes, and that's the thing that attracted me. Um, and I'm I'm happy to hear that story, but I'm hoping that we can encourage or give power to anyone listening when they, if, you know, if, if they want to franchise. So you need to tell me how. What what did you do before this? Before you got your own business? So prior to this, I worked um, at an investment bank at Investec as mm-hmm. a personal assistant, mm-hmm. and you know during all of that time I always visited various beauty salons mm-hmm. but one that really attracted me is Sorbet so I collected all of their old price menus and I always had this dream of one day owning that store okay so and, and that's what kept you going did you have to understand or do any other training uh, within the 12 years before you got it did you what sort of research you said yes you 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 looked at all other salons but to understand the business itself did you have to do anything well this is what i did and i'm not certain if it will work for everybody (laughs) but it definitely worked for me so i'm not a professional therapist but i did go for a short short nail technician course Mm -hmm. uh, in 2008 and i also did a makeup course but it was just passion that drove me towards this business as well. Mm. So, you know, it was something that my dad wanted for me when I finished school. Um, and that was also another thing that just drove me towards um, towards this type of business. I love, I love the business and I love making people feel better about themselves mm-hmm. uh, in the way they look. It's not, it's, you know, what it's always what matters inside, but 
seeing human beings, we also worry about what's on the outside, mm-hmm. especially female. So the other thing that also attracted me is I knew that I'd be able to empower women by giving them jobs. Mm. Uh, currently, I have two stores, in, both in the Centurion area, and I have 21 women employed. So, you know, for me, that is very motivating as well. What was your biggest challenge? Because, I mean, you employ people, so you needed to understand a bit of uh, uh, human resources and, you know, some, some understanding of employment and, yes. and, and labor laws and all of those kinds of things. How did you get that right? Okay, so we're quite lucky because the Sobe franchisor actually hold the franchisee's hands quite a bit. Mm. Um, in order for me, so when I started the business, the franchisor assisted me by employing the technical people of the business. So mm. the nail technicians, as well as the uh, uh, therapist, the beauty therapist. I was left with the um, employment of the administrators. But for me, what really matters in employing someone is not the skill they have. Of course, they do need a skill because mm-hmm. it's a technical job. But it's the passion and the attitude behind mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. And every single staff member of mine have that drive, have that passion and the willingness to learn. And I think if they have the drive and the passion, just like me, and the willingness to learn, you can conquer any obstacle in your path. Mm-hmm. So, so have you still got the same staff that you started with? Uh, I think I probably had two resignations mm-hmm. uh, due to relocation. Yeah. But other than that, yes, I pretty much have the same staff complement. That's amazing. That's very beautiful. Now, and as, as far as uh, growing your business, because you started your first one when? In October 2013. October 2013. And your second one was when? In June 2014. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> <laughs> I love the brand that much. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, but you work that hard. Now, now what, the, your working hours, because that means you, you're really running between two stores. Yes, it is a tough job, but, um, you know, when you love your job, you don't actually call it a job. It's everything I breathe. Um, you know, I love it. When I get home, my laptop's on and it's about work. I've got WhatsApp groups with my staff. I'm communicating with them constantly, uplifting them by quotes by Robin Sharma and Richard Branson, as mm. well as the CEO and founder of Sorbet, Ian Fur. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he also has a book which was uh, released during the course of this month called Get That Feeling. So, Ian actually inspired and inspires me on a daily basis. Um, and if you get a chance to read the book, grab it. I do. He's selling at Sorbet stores as well as exclusive books. Yeah, no, I do have the book. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm, I'm going to read it soon and hopefully talk to him soon. So looking back, can you can you just uh, give us a misconceptions that people have, I, I must say, with regards to to franchising and how you would encourage people to 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 start their own businesses? So my advice on starting your own business would be investigate by visiting the business you'd like to get into becoming a client or guest or customer of that business and going to the various branches 
because remember, you can get excellent service at one branch and it may differ at a different branch. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how I started off. Also, meet with a franchisee that's uh, available and willing to chat with you and put a list of questions together and I'm sure he or she would be more than willing to assist. Um, And the third step would be um, do your market research Mm -hmm. on the area and, you know, speak to the franchisor. As long as you have a good franchisor and as long as you're passionate about your business and the brand and you believe in it, I don't see how you can actually go wrong. The fourth one, and if you're a hard worker, huh? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a hard worker, then you can't. Congratulations, Shivani. Uh, and where are your stores? Because I want people to, to go and support you. Thanks, Shadow. So I have two stores based in Centurion. The first store is Sobe Centurion Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's number shop 37D, opposite Standard Bank, mm-hmm. on the corner of Old Joburg Road and Lynchon Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, can I give the number out? Yes. Okay, so it's 012-653-5203. And we'll be very, very happy to assist you for all the services we offer, which include waxing, massages, threading, eyelash extensions, um, and and facials. And then the second store is based at the Centurion Mall, Mm -hmm. also in Centurion, on... um, Hendrick Avenue, Hendrick Crawford Avenue, and it's number shop 128, entrance 1. And the number there would be 012-643-1063. We've got very professional staff who believe in professionalism and making you feel like the lady of the day. Well, that's amazing. Shivani, thank you. All the best, and we'll give those numbers again. Uh, and we'll talk to you and wish you I hope the next time I talk to you you've got a third shop somewhere (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm looking into candy and company hopefully next year the year after fantastic all the best thank you Shadow have a lovely day you too bye 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 Shivani Ramnarain who is uh, yeah part of the Sobe franchise now and uh, Centurion is where she is 012-643-1063 and 0126435203. Go and say hello. Otherwise, on SAFM. My next guest is uh, Jenny Reed, who is entrepreneur and owner of IFX. Jenny, hello, welcome. Hello, Shadow. Thank you, Jenny. I'm I th- I'm interested in what you do because I've, I've, I've I'm not even too sure I understand it well. So tell me about IFX and what it does. We are. A people risk management company, the core of our business is employee screening and background checks on people. You do background checks on people? That's right, yes. Criminal record checks, credit checks, verification qualifications, things like that to ensure that you're employing the people they present themselves to be on a CV or doing business with companies Mm. that give their information in tender documents so if i wanted to to get a franchise for instance uh you'd be able to do the background check of of the franchisor or and 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 that sort of thing yes yes of a franchisor and and the the franchisee on the franchisee you are a clever woman you must make a (laughs) lot of money 
I wish we did, Shadow. I wish we did. We're growing slowly and steadily, and yes, it's a great business to be in. So, you, you somebody has then um, an IFACTS license means that I'm kosher. Pardon? I said some, somebody, somebody who has an IFACTS license means that yes. they've passed the test. They have, yes. They've been through our screening process. They've been trained, product training, sales marketing training, and business training. So how did you start your business? I've been in the security industry for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I started off in the investigations environment. And in 2001, uh, we started a screening company, very basic background checks on potential employees mm-hmm. and in 2009 I bought the business out completely and we've developed it now into a full online system which has enabled us to sell to sell licenses for people to operate around the country and internationally so again you're making lots of money because you're working all over the world so well, we've but just you- found our first one um, and it's Nigeria <laughs> I laugh because I, I read a, I read a story that were yesterday that you would have excelled in totally because they would have diverted what 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 happened by checking facts with you first. I think right. I think that that's what that's what could have happened. So do you do you franchise your business? You know, there's a slight difference between franchising and licensing. Yeah. We sell licenses, which gives you the right to to sell our online operating portal. One of the big differences is we're not area bound. Mm. Because it's an online system, you can be based in Cape Town and mm. have clients anywhere in the world. So it enables you to do that, whereas a lot of franchises are area bound and you can't operate within a, with you know outside of a certain perimeter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how 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 does it work? Basically, they would. Um, there's obviously the whole licensing procedure, which is exactly as the same as a franchising procedure in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, mm-hmm. where you go through the disclosures and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they purchase the. Well, our license fee is eighty thousand rand. That's mm-hmm. for a South African license, mm-hmm. and that then gives you our equipment, which is. A, a mobile intelligence center where you get a laptop with a biometric fingerprint reader, um, a document scanner, and um, a mobile unit, which is really a laptop bag. Mm-hmm. And you get your marketing material, your training, uniforms, um, and you basically can set up your business and off you go. You, as a licensee, you're responsible for recruiting your own clients and mm-hmm. all your customer service. Mm-hmm. But the back end of the system, IFACTS runs for you. Wow. And I can be sitting on the beach and doing this. Well, Shadow, that was my dream. When I went on my <laughs> own in 2009, I wanted an online business I could run from the beach in Mauritius. And so <laughs> it's still my dream and I'm going to get there. 
I hope you do because you did well. You will do. I mean, it it, it it sounds like a great business. So, what what sort of training or background should I have? I know you give the training, Jenny, uh, when you give the equipment and when one gets the eighty thousand. But what, what sort of personality sh- should or succeeds at this kind of business? Uh, what, you know, you what sort of background? People skills. I think people skills are essential because you, you really are selling, you're getting clients, it's customer service. And that's what's made our business successful is we really focus on our turnaround times, on the service we give to our clients and that type of thing. And the better you are at that, the the, the more clients you'll have and the longer you'll keep them. Because mm. if you're giving good service, they're not going to move along and move to the opposition. Um, and obviously, I think uh, the general entrepreneurial skills for a business, you have to have an understanding of your accounts and that kind of thing. Basic computer skills, we don't ask you to have any deep IT knowledge, but mm. because it's an online platform, you do need to understand um, the basics of a computer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, 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 you've done it all already. What if you have, I get a license from you, and uh, we 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 we've got more or less, or we're targeting the same clients. What happens there? What we do then is, if you're going for a tender, and you, it's it's your um, uh, you know your prospect. Mm-hmm. You can ring fence it with IFAC and and tell us about it. Okay. If we have two two licenses coming in um, on the same one, we would open a discussion and sit down and talk about it. Uh, correctly because our pricing is all the same what we have done though is if um, IFACTS itself the head office gets an inquiry or gets a, a, a contract what we've done is we've put criteria in place where the um, the licensee closest to that particular client mm. would get um, obviously preference and then we work down that. They've got to be in financial good standing with head office mm. and if we're still sort of running a race with that, um, then it would be the biggest licensee would get it because they've obviously you know, working the hardest and got the best, the biggest clients and that would be how we would work it so that it's fair. Do, do you give support and how long for to your your license, license holder, especially while they're new? You've given them the training, but do you stay with them for a few years? Yes, absolutely. No, they, they're with us forever. Okay. Um, they do ongoing training with them from a business point of view, from a product training point of view. If they want to organize networking sessions and invite clients to sort of promote the, the product, we would help them with that if possible. We would attend functions with them. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we definitely much are very much there for them all the way. Now, Jenny, do do banks and uh, financial houses recognize your, your company to give me money, for instance? Because they would have to... They, they they probably would have to do a check on you before they give me the money. But do you support me throughout that process? Yes, we do. And we work very closely with the Franchise Warehouse, who offer lots of business training 
um, and guidance for clients and all that sort of thing. So, yes, we very much do um, help them. And there's companies that do it. And there's a lot of organizations now that are offering funding for small business, um, BEE businesses, those kind of things. So, mm. so we would definitely support people in that environment. That sounds it sounds great. So, Jen, um, I'm going to knock on your door soon. In great. Right. <laughs> we look forward to so that. that. I retire. I retire at IFAX. <laughs> but, but, but no, I will. But can you give us um, your details so that people can get hold of you if they're interested in, in talking to you some more or finding out more information about IFAX? I find it fascinating. I'm understanding it a bit more now. But I'm, I'm sure going to go to your website and, 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 and just please, troll please. through. Yes. So give us your website address. It's um, www.ifacts.co.za. Okay. And and what areas are still open for, for licensors? Well, the whole of Africa, except for Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zambia, we're pretty close to, to tying that one down. Um, but it's not quite done yet. Mm -hmm. And um, we've still got room for any geographical area in South Africa. If we start getting too many within a region, Mm -hmm. we will um, consider closing it. But because, as I say, because it's an online business and people, a lot of our licensees focus in different industries. So they don't often bump into each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because any business or any any entity that employs staff is a potential client of IFAX. Wow, wow, wow. And in the Western Cape, it's still open? Definitely, definitely. There's definitely um, room for a lot of people there. The business there is going well. Lovely. Okay, thank you so much, Jen, and, and all the best to you, hey? Thank you, Shadow. You Thanks take care. Lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's Jenny Reed. Uh, it sounds, I'm fascinated by IFAX. You know, it, it, for 80,000, you, you can sit on the beach and, and do your thing. And it sounds like a, a good business to go into. So go and visit www.ifax.co.za. It, 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 yeah, I think a lot of young people, especially because they computer savvy, um, they would probably get into this business uh, uh, quicker and uh, yeah so www.ifax.co.za